What's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined by Detective Walton. Glenn, how are you? I'm good. Today, I want to talk about the lies that are being shared about why you don't feel healthy or energetic. It's something that definitely blew my mind. I shared this with Clint, and I knew he was very shocked to hear about it too, so I wanted to share it with you today. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. There is a book called Food Fix. I'm going to link it down below. It's by Mark Hyman. And in this book, Mark talks about how manipulative our food industry is. And we might have kind of heard a thing or two about this and how nutrition labels might not be everything that we think that they are. And a 2000 calorie diet is not really equal for everybody. But something that he shared was an example about the company Smuckers and how if you look at the label, we would think if we picked up a a thing of Smuckers jelly that like this is mostly jelly. I mean, it's mostly jelly. It's mostly strawberries, let's say. And we would think that because if you look at the label, of course, whatever the first ingredient is, that is the makeup of, you know, what is included the most. And then it goes down in chronological order based on the least level of ingredients. And so you'll see strawberry listed as the first ingredient inside of a strawberry jelly made by Smuckers. And then you would think that sugar would be somewhere high up there. But what's happening is that companies like Smuckers, and I don't know who decides, like, let's sit down and have a board meeting about this, ladies and gentlemen. How can we distribute the word sugar in our label so that it's not listed as the second ingredient on the list? So what they do is they choose from 60 different sugar labels. So the FDA recognizes that sugar in different forms could be labeled as one of 60 things, right? You can have sugar, or you can label it some other word that most of us don't even know how to pronounce. And by breaking up these sugars and putting in 30% of this one, 33% of this one, another 30% of this one, what they're able to do is they're able to take that sugar and then put it farther down on the list of ingredients, misconceiving everybody who's reading the label, especially think about diabetics, for example. Now, A lot of people might read that and not be so clever as to dissect the rest of the label and then look at the sugars and added sugars and maybe the sugar alcohols and things like that in the contents. But it's very misconstruing. And something that my coach had shared as he too was talking about this was that when it comes to, when it comes to the food that we eat, he he actually shared this concept with his son, his son is young, I think like five or six years old. And he's talking about having a tree in the yard that's dying and the tree leaves are no longer brown. And he says, now Emerson, that's the name of his son, how would you feel if we called a gardener over here and we told the gardener that we needed help fixing our tree and instead of fixing the tree, he took some green paint and he painted the green leaves And so Emerson starts laughing at his dad, like, dad, that's not how you fix a tree. Like, we would never do that. And of course, they had this bonding moment of understanding that the way to actually fix the tree would be to make sure that you're taking care of what's inside of the tree, the the nutrients in the ground and the water and the soil, the sun. And the same thing holds true when it comes to the foods that we eat. And 
a lot of the times it's very hard to decipher that because we are being told that something is not really the genuine product that we're consuming so much of the time. And I had shared a statistic inside of our police, fire, military, and families Facebook group recently talking about the difference in cost between eating at home versus eating out. And there was a gentleman from South Africa who says, actually, that used to be true. But right now in South Africa, these prices of groceries are astronomical that it's actually cheaper for us to eat out than it is for us to purchase our groceries. And he wasn't the only one. There was actually a consensus because several people started to comment under that saying, Ashley, when I just went to the grocery store, I spent $400 and I usually spend less than half of that. And I started to think about this for a second because part of that is true. But I also know what it costs for us to purchase groceries. And I've been bitching about like, yes, some prices of things have gone up. But there's a big difference because Clint and I have a grocery list that is 99.9 exactly the same every single week. And we spend $100 a week on groceries. And we could eat those $100 worth of groceries and not eat anything else but those $100 worth of groceries per week. And the big difference between what all of these complaints were, in my opinion, was that these were actually excuses. Because if you really wanted your grocery list to be cheaper than eating out, then you would make it that way. And ours just so happens to organically be that way because we don't purchase anything that comes from the center of the store except for our keto tortillas and our keto bread. Those are the only two things. Everything else is fresh produce, meat, and dairy. Mm -hmm. And I know what it's like to go to Target or Walmart or whatever the grocery store is and to not go to just the perimeter of the store and then to do things like buy a six or seven dollar box of cereal and you know buying all of the the processed shit and that processed shit just so happens to be the cost of the store like where they actually make most of their money that smucker's jelly for example (laughs) and so i think that instead of it being an argument A lot of that is actually an excuse. Like, don't get me wrong. Inflation is fucking crazy right now. The prices of everything are ridiculous right now. But I disagree with the challenge of like, not right now, Ashley. Biden inflation has made everything more expensive. It's better for me to eat out. No, that's just an excuse. Because if we were a family of four, and especially kids will eat less than we do, you know, you could very easily, let's just say $200 a week for groceries for a family of four. Like, you're going to argue that it's going to cost you less to feed a family of four on $200 a week eating out than it would if you just bought your groceries at home? No, that's that's you lying to yourself. That's not the truth. The truth is that if you adapted to a diet and a lifestyle that allowed you to, you know, and, and not to say we don't treat ourselves or, you know, we don't have things at times, but for the most part, you know, I could show you, I've been ordering our groceries now on Target for the past year and everything is documented costs $100 or less per week for us to get our groceries. And that's because we don't shop for any of that other stuff. And the only time that it's more is when we need, you know, sriracha that you can't buy now because somehow there's a shortage. There's a shortage of (laughs) hot peppers. So I think it's important for us, especially right now, to actualize what's really happening when it comes to the way that we're feeling. Because the level of energy and 
the reasons why we don't feel so healthy is because many times those things that you think are healthy because, geez, one thing that's coming up is a fucking gluten-free shit. Do you know how rare it is for people to have an allergy, a celiac disease? Do you have an allergy to wheat? It, it very, very little. And I know that because I have had immense testing with my gut health ever since I was 14 years old. And when we understand that we might not be eating as healthy as we think that we are, it's very easy for us to go back to the basics. I think for us, if we just had one source of protein and a good healthy fat, a good healthy butter, and also a vegetable, if that's all that we had every single day, especially when you're in ketosis, you don't need much. We don't need as much as we think that we do. And we think that we need a lot because we're so accustomed to this lifestyle. And we don't want to change that many times. It's hard to do that. It's hard, but it doesn't take long. And then once you're you're at it, then the level of energy and the level of healthiness that you feel, especially waking up first thing in the morning, is going to be dramatically different. But I think a big part of that is getting back to the basics. And they say, like, don't ever eat anything that your grandmother wouldn't know what it is. <laughs> right? Like, I, I don't know when, honey, I don't know why honeycombs is coming up now. I mentioned cereal. <laughs> and I don't know if my grandma would know what honeycombs is. But like, those are the types of things, right? Or your grandma's grandma. Going back to the basics. And it doesn't necessarily have to be all organic stuff and the really expensive stuff. I know for us, there are many times where we go to the Mexican market because Buying shit from Mexico is so much cheaper. And a lot of the times it's better quality. I know here in California, the produce that we get that comes from Mexico is way better than anywhere else. And it's it's so cheap to do that. We've gone to the dollar store before and bought in stuff. And I'm just like, how is this so cheap here? And then you go to a, a mainstream market and it's so much more expensive. So there are ways, but we have to get clever about it. But more important than that, we have to get honest with ourselves about it. So I hope you've gotten some value out of today's episode. I hope you find ways to improve your health, to feel healthier, and to feel more energetic. If you have gotten any value, do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below. And as always, know that I'm sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.